Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A great philosopher once said, naughty, naughty, very naughty, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Speller. That guy's Luke Moore. Hello. That guy's Jim Campbell. Good day. And he's ever so good. He's Pete Donaldson. Good afternoon. Hello friends, how are we all? We're not far off the weekend and thus football and I think excitement is mounting in the studio as a result of that. It always is. It, it always, always is. is. It's always I, bubbling. I, I don't know about you guys but I'm bloody happy to be here. <laughs> you three are excitable. I was checking out the dust in the USB part of Jim Campbell's laptop. Oh, <laughs> how's that'll it bring... That'll bring the excitement levels <laughs> plummeting. Won't it? How's, it, how's it looking, Dr. Tech? You know what? It's not too bad. Really? Yeah, okay. I, was, I thought it'd be dustier. How Why? much out of 10 I don't is know. It, How bad is it out of 10? And then when's, it, when's he going to start seeing a problem? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Give I, us a prognosis. Uh, a prognosis? <laughs> give us a proboscis. Three months. <laughs> three months. I'll give it three months before you have to uh, get one of those um, compressed air canisters. Okay. okay. I'll just get one now. Yeah, don't, Thanks, I don't, Pete. I don't, don't want Pit Jim around any compressed air canisters. <laughs> so it's prevention rather than cure, yeah. isn't it? So I'll get on that. He'll accidentally put it in a hot dog bun and eat it. Explode <laughs> in his face. Accidentally. Walk into an MRI scanner. There we go. I used to work with a chap who looked like a computer technician but wasn't, and so he would often walk oh. around with a t shirt saying, No, I will not fix your computer. Really? I quite like that. What is the look? Like, kind of. Uh, was Short sleeve shirt, tie, glasses, man? all that. Yeah, Game of Thrones hoodie. Uh, possibly. No, pale. Wouldn't know what that looked like though. No, a hoodie <laughs> saying a hoodie saying normal people scare me. Yeah. <laughs> some some sort of statement. The, the clothes yeah. definitely have words on. A slogan. Yeah, there we oh, are. You see. Yeah. Uh, time to move on from such things. <laughs> Shame. And, yeah. uh, and and let's talk about the Premier League, eh? Because Spurs and Arsenal are kicking it all off yeah. this Saturday. Bang. Doing it again. Another it ding is, dong. It's first versus second in the North London derby. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, I see what you've done there. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, very exciting way to start the weekend. It really year. is, actually. It's, great. It's, yeah. it's a great one to get things going and Spurs warmed up for the event quite nicely with a 2-0 win against Newport County. I saw at that and I thought, Newport, I thought Newport did themselves a decent amount of credit, actually. I watched mm-hmm. the game. They, they certainly gave a better showing than Notts County perhaps did <laughs> having been beaten 8-1 by Swansea having been yeah. put on the telly yeah yeah, that's a shame isn't it, mm. it but, is. but I know the Friday Night Football experiment according to a lot of people hasn't fully worked and this is a Saturday lunchtime game of course but it kicks off the weekend's football I really like the Friday Night game I think be- most because do. it's really exciting but this is a great way to start the weekend it is yeah well how do we know if it works or doesn't work because well, you're viewing figures yeah you know. I think a lot of it's come from viewing figures and the way they've tried to make it almost like a football magazine type show mm. which that is, that is a shame but there is something very very nice maybe it's because I'm getting a bit older and I don't go to the pub as much anymore mm. but finishing work on a Friday 
getting yourself home thinking, do you know what? It's a Premier League game tonight. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, but um, save you watching so, that if, foreign mark, eh? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're in an yeah. office, if you're in an office that goes on mass to um, a pub to have a drink. Half people want like football, so it's kind of it's, mm. you're not half watching it. You're half having a conversation, and the people who don't like football aren't going to enjoy Do it. Do you like so, football? Uh, no, God no. no. I spot Newcastle United Football Club. <laughs> yeah. Do you support them? I like, more dra- just sort of I like drama. Heckle from the side. <laughs> yeah. You keep up with them. Don't it gives you? Yeah. Them, it gives a running contra and how pissed off he is with them. It's yeah. not the same as sport, <laughs> is it? <laughs> but no, it will be a great game. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's, it's like I say, it's a great way to start the weekend. Mm. Um, this, it, to me, it always feels like a high drama game, um, entertaining and, and worth watching. I don't think Arsenal have won at Spurs in the league for a wee while. No, and also this actually, I mean, well, this is an this is an away game technically for Arsenal, mm. and um, actually, Arsenal have won three of those this season. So, watch out! Yeah, which sort of puts them as near favourites, then, doesn't it? Yeah, um, but uh, with it, it does it fails. It, it usually d- doesn't disappoint this fixture, no, does it? It's, it's very rare a that good it's a drab game. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's low scoring. Yeah, well, there are other derbies where... Available. Quite ex- <laughs> <laughs> Not this weekend there aren't, but there yeah. probably are somewhere. Um, other derbies often disappoint, and we get very hyped up about mm. it, but I- I'm really looking forward to this Well, one. it's the tension, isn't it? And this one has all of the ingredients to be, um, uh, to be a good one, because um, it-, it tends to be better when Arsenal and, and Spurs are close, uh, plays quite close together in the league. So, yeah. you know, Arsenal need to make up some ground. Um, Spurs will want revenge for, for having lost earlier in the season at the Emirates. Wembley's obviously been quite a lucky ground for, for Arsenal um, over, the, over the years, especially recently. Um, and also, there's the kind of um, surprise element of Aubameyang and, Mik- and Mkhitaryan coming into the team as well. So uh-huh. it's, it's there's a lot of um, a lot of factors before a ball's even been kicked. Exactly. Who, yeah. who are the surprise elements coming in? Did you say Mkhitaryan and uh, Aubameyang? Yeah. And, and don't forget, uh, it may not feature, but Lucas Moura on the Spurs side. Absolutely, so. yeah, yeah. That'll Luke, be Luke Moore. Yeah, Luke Moore. His name is the Brazilian it? Luke Moore. Yeah. Um, sort of poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Spurs have got a full bit of health to choose from. Moura, Eric Lamella. Um, yeah, he's yeah he's. I mean, he's back in the fold. Yeah, been he's back in the fold for a while. Scored last night, didn't he? His first goal for five hundred and four days. I like it when they put it into days. Yeah. I mean, he's been injured for a long time, hasn't uh, he? Yeah, exactly. It's not very like, unfair. It's not Sido Berahino stuff. Yeah, no, it reminds me of Nine and a Half Weeks, the sexy film. I mean, five and a hundred and four <laughs> days. What's that got to do with anything? Whenever you sort of have like, a, he's been out for such a long oh, don't time. You know. <laughs> <laughs> five and four days, I think. Oh, has he been eating fruit sexy for that length of time? But the way that, he might have been. <laughs> he might have been, yeah. You can still eat fruit when you're injured. Yeah. It depends yeah. on the injury. Should eat more fruit, yeah. I think. Probably aids with the um, healing. You're not in charge of his recovery. No. no, and I think that's important to understand. Yeah, <laughs> that's the right way it should be. But on, on, you're right though, Mark, because you've hit on something there. Because that sort of stat does make out that he's been trying really hard for every single one of those days yeah, and right. hasn't scored. Yeah, which <laughs> is obviously not yeah, true. Yeah, just taking shots like, <laughs> all the every that whole minute. time. Yeah, like when you order something online, you know, they should put that into working days. How many mm. working days has he gone without a goal? <laughs> yeah. oh, that's, that's a better well, minutes on the pitch. Matches, Jim. Yeah, yeah. Can't score in the bath, can he? He can't. What did you make of... Um, oh, by the way, before I ask you that, I, was, I really wanted to say that Harry Kane had a brilliant piece in the Players' Tribune this week mm-hmm. um, where he talked extensively about the development of his career and how he's made it to his current position and, and the knockbacks he's had. And mm. uh, You forget the, how incredibly well he's developed. Well, it, it covered everything from him being released from Arsenal, famously, I think about eight or nine years old, um, his loan spell at Millwall, which really seems to have affected him and, and the way, he's, as, he, as he puts it, he, he started to realise that football wasn't just a game people played. At, at, the, at the lower level, it, it, relegation affects people's incomes, it affects mm. people's families, it affects mm. staff behind the scenes, mm. something we don't talk about probably enough 
even on this show. So um, it's well worth what, uh, reading. It's in the Players' Tribune. Um, yeah, so, so do check that out. And I guess they published it ahead of the derby just to give an idea of Harry Kane and <clears throat> the position he's got himself to and obviously just scored 100 Premier League goals and all the rest of it. So that's worth checking out. But, but the question I was going to ask was, did you guys um, have any interest in Mauricio Pochettino's well, comments in the press this mm, week? Yeah, very, very interesting. I thought it was very interesting ahead of a derby. <laughs> a lot of it was sort of... Um, um, you know, Derby mind games type stuff, but it was pretty interesting, I thought. Well, for those who didn't see it, he said in the press this week that he believes there's too much of a fixation on diving and trying to cut it out in this country, and he feels that if a player dives and the ref sees it, there's a yellow card, move on. No need to discuss anymore. Almost like a foul, something mm. like that. Why are we going on about this? This exists in football. Um, and he said football is about trying to trick your opponent one way or another. And he mm. sees that whether it's a tactical switch up or something like that, a dive is a part of trying to get the better of your opponent. Yeah. And, and we know Pochettino loves a tactical foul. Um, Jim, you were going to say? Yeah, well, I was going to say part of that interview as well. He also said he thinks back to the days of 30 years ago when everybody would celebrate um, a, a, you know, a successful deception of a referee, which is obviously something we spoke about a lot. In, in Argentina, that is part of the, the culture, isn't well, it? You don't have they, to go back 30 years that. for that. Yeah. No, but that, that's what he said. He was talking about his own youth, um, oh, perhaps thinking that was a global thing when it's, when it's, it's not, really not been <laughs> like that here, has it? <laughs> it? It hasn't been, but then Arsene Wenger says he can remember when he came to this country and, and he said mainly foreign players dived in England, but he says English players have caught up and, and that, he said, and now the masters. Yeah, he said now that he feels that they're the masters mm. of diving, which I think is over the top. Oh, like. he said it with a wry smile. Of course like he, he does. Did, yeah. But basically, he's saying that English players uh, know what they're doing and they get involved in this. It's indistinguishable now between we, whether we've it's an we, we, we can all point to mm. high profile uh, cases. Mm. Where English players have, have, have decepted the referee. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Mike, Alley. Mike, well, yeah. Michael Owen did it to Pochettino himself, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. taste of his own medicine. Ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's it, isn't it? Are we are we starting to hear less of the kind of um, the anger towards diving? There definitely seems to be a softening from it, certainly within the game, with comments like this from, from managers as high profile as, as Pochettino and to, to a degree Wenger, because he even he, he made some comments about players maybe making a bit bit more of it when there's been a foul and that not being a problem. Like well, I think. As we, we all know now, we've got a whole generation that's grown up just objectively being able to say, yeah, English players dive as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, are people less bothered about it? I, th- I, think, I think it's been proved time and time again that referees do not give a penalty or a free kick unless the player goes down. Right. He can be hacked to bits, they'll try and play an advantage, and that's usually not to the, uh, it's usually to the detriment of the attacking team. So, no, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, th- I think it's just simply because of those rules and the rules not being adhered to when it comes to fouls. I think that is right, but I think there's more to it than that, and I think that there is still a lingering... I understand that players who come through are very much of the younger generation now, obviously, because you have to be young to play. But the media is still covered by people of the same age, roughly. Mm. I do think there is a lingering element, especially in some of the areas of the press, that um, this idea of British fair play is 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 what we're known for and what right. we should be doing. And Jack Wilshire actually said it fairly fairly recently. So we need to understand that England what we're good at, which is tackling hard and working hard and being honest and all that other stuff. So and he's still very much playing. So I do think there is a lingering um, idea that English English people don't do that sort of thing. And absolutely. They have to, as, as, as distasteful as it may sound, we have to get get to get used to doing it because everyone else does it. Yeah, I, I, I think that English players do dive. There's no doubt about that. Personally, I think that they're not as prominent uh, or prevalent uh, uh, divers as maybe one or two other countries. But it, it's a bit pointless to get into that debate because if, if it exists, it exists at different scales and so on. I actually think that, that football fans get fed up with the play acting. And I don't think it's... I take Pochettino's point. If someone dives and gets a yellow card, there's not really much more discussion. Why go into it so much? Mm. I think it's when a player goes down 
acting, clutching their face as if yeah. they've been smashed in the face with a sledgehammer. Or when a player goes down and, like we said on a slightly more sort of uh, kind of horrible tone, if you like, is, is when a player... We've seen another high-profile case of a, of a young lad in Spain go down and, and die of a heart attack. Very, very sad. Mm. When there is risk of serious injury or something seriously happening and a player's faking that, I think people get very offended and pissed there, off there was, I completely agree. And there was, there was, I actually copped a bit decent amount of flack for saying this on the, on, on the BBC a number of years ago. There was a game before I went on the BBC to do a show where Didier Drogba at Chelsea essentially mimicked having a seizure yeah. after being hit in the head. And it's like, if you can't understand how distasteful yeah, that, that is, yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. So that's, that's absolutely right. I think you're right there. I, I do find it interesting, taking it back to the diving thing, how though certain parts of the media and certain ways that English people perhaps consume football have decided almost implicitly that a certain type of dishonesty is somehow worse than another type of dishonesty. Mm. And the, an example I would use just very quickly is that um, the diving thing is obvious, but if, if a ball, if, you're, if, if you know that you've, you've hit the ball last and it's gone out behind the, the byline for a goal kick, there's not a player in the world that wouldn't appeal for a goal for a corner there. Yeah, yeah. They always appeal for a corner, and, and everyone is taught the, the, that if the referee's not sure, he's going to give it to whoever shouts aloud this yeah. So just give it some appeal, and people appeal all the time with things mm. they know is the not. Thing, it's, it's essentially dishonest, but the, that seems to be fine. The yeah. thing that I hate most about the game is the professional foul half the time because they share them around. They know that if they're not all on a yellow card. Uh, they can do it, and it just stifles play, and it just—it's really uncompetitive. It's—it's—it's it's, it's a miserable yeah. way to, to operate. It's, and it's a similar bending of the rules, isn't it? It's allowing—you know—it's—it's it's taking the punishment because you, mm. you get that one with the yellow card. But what, what's interesting here, and I, th- I think you're right, Marcus, when you say that people get frustrated by the play acting. It's—it's it's exactly that, isn't it? It's, it's acting. Yeah. Either way, it's acting. But mm. sometimes the acting's bad, and people get angry about that. <laughs> yeah. So should you know? Should teams be getting sort of like acting coaches in? Should, <laughs> yeah. they, should they be learning like stage fighting and stuff so you can go down convincingly? On the professional foul, I know we've got to move on. But on the professional foul, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw it, Marcus. Michael Cox. Yeah, wrote, I've read that. Yeah, yeah, wrote a really interesting in. piece about suggesting a law change so that cynical fouls that stop a breakaway, professional fouls mm. that essentially make no attempt to play the ball, mm. um, should be a red card. Yeah, uh, it's worth reading. Difficult I, to enforce, but I like his. I find it very convincing. But yeah. um, Spurs are evens uh, to beat Arsenal in the big North London derby on Saturday lunchtime. So ten pound with bet three six five will return twenty pound, including stake. A great way to start the weekend. There, I'll say it again. Yeah, very much so. Jim, are you a bit worried that Toby Alderweireld was back for Spurs against Newport and played very well? Um, you know, you you got to play them, haven't you? So <laughs> is that it? Fine. Yeah. Uh, if I was you, logic doesn't apply to the North London derby. Uh, we know this. I would have hoped and, that he, another week. Just stay out of the team for just one yeah. more. Well, week. maybe he won't be. You know, he won't be sharp enough. Might be a good thing. <laughs> Arsenal have no problem scoring goals. That's, that's not, true. That's not. Yeah, important. that's not the issue. They yeah, could no, be no. without Petr Cech. He's uh, he's a doubt for the game. Yeah, I mean, he's um, he's having a funny time of late. Um, you know, I, I was wondering if actually injured injured or not, he might sort of have a little bit of a period out of the team, which is a, a big call. But he, he just he doesn't look confident, and um, you know, it's 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 becoming an issue. We shall see. I, I think it. I mean, I understand that Ospina is not. Um, not had enough football, mm. um, but I would. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Czech's not playing. Well, from one unconfident goalkeeper to an extremely confident oh. goalkeeper, we go to Manchester City, and uh, they're back after their four-day break. Edison uh, looks like an absolute world beater in goal. That we can all agree. Full of confidence. And in a recent interview, he said on occasion that he used to play in midfield for Benfica's youth team. Just and you casually can... chucking that out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, he, but he went on to say, they would always call me to play midfield if someone was missing and I didn't even embarrass myself. Yeah. <laughs> but he also said that he used to take free kicks and would score quite a few. I'm, I'm sure. like, come on, please, please amp this up, Guardiola. <laughs> a Brazilian taking free kicks in the Premier League. That, I mean, that, would, that would make my season. Well, more specifically, a goalkeeper. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. seen a Brazilian. Yeah, I should team. probably clarify that. <laughs> I, um, I, I love the quote because... Um, 
he starts off saying it like he's one of those guys in the pub. He pretends he could have been a pro mm. footballer. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, you used to play midfield for Benfica's youth team. Oh, what happened? Did you get a knee injury? Well, no, I'm playing golf for yeah. Man City in Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, it would be, when asked, could you play midfield now? He said, it would be easy for me now, especially in the Premier League. No, oh. no he said it wouldn't be easy. He said that it wouldn't be easy in the Premier League, but he, he thinks he can handle it. Yeah. Oh, I see. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. Um, I love it. He did say he would be. I, sorry, I got too wrapped up in the man's confidence. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he said he thought he was up to the challenge. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's to, right. to be fair, he's, he sometimes bombs far enough forward that he's practically doing that anyway. I, it's interesting, isn't it? Because a lot of people mocked Guardiola for trying to get Claudio Bravo to play like this last season. It's sort of like, this is a daft way to, to have a goalkeeper mm. and sort of were laughing at the whole idea that he needed to be really good with his feet. But Edison has proven what a, what a weapon that can be. No, but I don't think people laugh necessarily at that. I think they laughed at how poor Bravo, Bravo was. was. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Guardiola got him in. To, to think he was up. good at that at the behest of everything else basically yeah, yeah but he couldn't I, save anything but I feel like people question Guardiola's um, you know priorities it's of a goalkeeper are, because, because he couldn't do that with Joe Hart, I was going to say because yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got England's number one but you, you know um, <clears throat> we, we, Marcus you and I I don't know if you saw it but I definitely did we copped a bit of flack particularly from, from listeners on Twitter or some listeners I don't remember that by saying that um, well, I'll narrow it down for you by saying that we <laughs> we went too over the top at how good Edison was, and it was I think what I could make out is he's the best of, goalkeeper in the world ever. Yeah, that is sort of what you said. <laughs> no, but but a few Man United fans said, "Well, hang on a minute, he's only been in, this, in the in the league a, half a season. What about De Gea, who's obviously a fantastic keeper as well?" Yeah, but I think, I mean, are you are you bestowing? Um, well, I, don't, I don't remember saying, "Oh, Edison's really really good," and craps all over De Gea. I, De Gea, well, you, well, you just you said it then. Say, yeah. <laughs> Clip that out. <laughs> <laughs> Short title. Yeah. For the record, currently, if, if if I was a Premier League manager, could pick any goalkeeper in the league, it would probably be David De Gea. He's he's absolutely magnificent. Oh, however, carrying the face of criticism. However, ask me in six months' time when Edison's <laughs> got a Premier League medals run, medal round his neck. Um, but no, I think with Edison, I think that he's come straight into the league, and he looks magnificent. He looks like a sweeper mm. and 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 a goalkeeper, but also it's almost like he's a leader. As well. He's a young man. To have that confidence, to have that presence. Got his face booted he, off earlier in the season yeah, as well. He, he's That's got, not affected him. Right, he's got absolutely everything. He's aggressive, um, but he's calm with the ball at his feet. He's a great shot stopper. I mean, that save against Burnley was, was, was superb. He looks like the real deal, and he looks like he could be considered you know, the best goalkeeper or at least one of the best goalkeepers uh, in the world in a few years to come. I, just, I yeah. think he looks magnificent. doesn't start from fan- Brazil at the moment, though, does he? It, no, he doesn't, but, uh, but it's a fantastic signing. And, and mm, as I, I say, in a few years' time, he will be a part of that conversation. I won't truly rate him until he starts taking free kicks. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. What, what do, you think, do you think Leicester have got a chance against Man City? They're, they're improved. They've only lost one. I think they lost narrowly to Everton. Apart from that, they've been in fairly good form. Yeah, it's difficult to say uh, with with Man City. Will their four day break? Will it will refresh them, or will it um, have an adverse effect? You know, will they be a bit sluggish to uh, to get out the gears? I suppose it depends where they went. Quite early, said you yeah. can go off and do whatever you want. Well, I think that they're clearly a very you know professional. Um, team of, um, of very united players so I don't think they'll, they'll be off in sort of casinos or, or doing whatever but um, I, I think Leicester's biggest problem is they're going to be without Mahrez aren't they because he's, mm. he's, his head's not right and obviously playing City now is, is terrible timing really for that situation and it's such a shame isn't it mm-hmm. well assuming that he hasn't got some sort of a mental health issue and I don't know um, I, he should really be wanting to play against him Absolutely. shouldn't he? You should yeah. want to show what he can do. Chris Sutton said he's been acting like a big baby this he, week. He will have said but that. Chris won't he? says that about fifty times a day. <laughs> yeah, <about everything>. Absolutely. <laughs> we've, got, Chris, yeah. we've got a clip on one of our uh, on one of our bumpers as we go to outbreak with uh, Chris Sutton sort of saying, "If I had ninety nine mark, I was about hundred. Blah yeah. blah. Um, Testicle Matt got in touch actually, and basically said, "I can't get out of my head that it sounds just like Len Goodman." 
from Strictly yeah. Come Dancing. I can see that. No, 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 Catherine, I've heard it. Testicle Matt getting involved. Is Testicle he, Matt. Does he give us any other update? What's what? he doing? How no, are his balls? Just, I think he just wanted to know what uh, player it was. It's Chris Sutton. How are, how are his balls, as Jim said? Testicle Matt, how are your balls? Yeah, let us know. I think that's um, fine. Speaking of balls, but the more the football kind, yes. uh, Leicester are a huge 12 to 1 with Bet365 to beat Man City on Saturday tea time. So £10 will return £130, including steak. They've got a chance. I tell you what, I think they do have a chance uh, because it'll be interesting to see how this uh, little break will have on Manchester City. Um, they are, they were struggling um, for, for energy, which is why Guardiola gave them a few days off. Leicester like to hit teams on the break, and with, mm. with Vardy, mm. with his devastating pace and, and ability, could hurt them. And it'll be interesting to see him coming up against Laporte. I think that could be a, a fascinating encounter. Can they upset Man City's rhythm? We've established that's what you've got to do. I, mm. I, I think they could. Obviously, the, the Man City will be favourites, but I, I'm, I'm quite intrigued to see that game very much. Mares. So. There's going to be a lot of shots of Mares. Mm. He won't be mm. there, probably. No. Let's have some correspondence with Pedro. We've though. got a bumper week of correspondence, Marcus. Are you have ready we? for my jelly? Hence, you've already done the testicle mat one early. Yeah. I know, exactly. Good, that's, um, that's the sort of level of respect testicle mat garners within these four walls. Yeah. He, gets a, he gets an email in outside of the correspondence yeah, section. That's right. For those who don't know testicle mat, well, Get long, term, long term <laughs> listener and, uh, and emailed in once about his testicles or something. I can't remember. In Mexico City with a testicle problem. That's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Testicle problem. And people come to us with these sort of issues, don't yeah. they? And Pete, just to clarify, when you say it's a bumper, a week of emails, does this mean you've read the first five rather than three? <laughs> right, Jim, you did the emails one week. Come on, and you Peter. think you're a doctor email. Yeah, well, actually. For you, Peter, it was just a good it. time, but for me, this is what I call life. All right? <laughs> Far away. Paul in New Zealand. Delighted to hear your chat about what constitutes a good penalty, lads. Uh, so often you hear penalties described as coolly slotted or similar when they are rolled about halfway between the centre of the goal and the post. The same commentators will describe the same penalty as weak if the keeper happened to guess the right way. Can we agree that the only good penalties are those that hit the side netting or are anywhere in the top quarter of the goal? No, we can't agree that because no. there's a lot of different factors. And one thing that... <laughs> is his name Paul? Yes. Paul, Paul doesn't, fail to, doesn't understand, if, he, if, he, if I may be so bold, is that a lot of players mm-hmm. will purposely either watch for the goalkeeper to move or will send the goalkeeper the wrong way mm. go back on YouTube look up Yakubu's penalties yeah. he used to roll every single one of them it's and they right. always used to go in Right. and yeah don't send me another one we're missing one but <laughs> generally speaking <laughs> they did says, used to go in well yeah. he says of course the best ones go in off the woodwork ideally uh, by way of the back of the keeper's head oh I love that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. that'd be an own yeah. goal though uh, own goal. Simon Adams has pointed out something I think we discussed on the old uh, Rama WhatsApp group um, other than the swine that's <laughs> talking about what? that makes it sound very sordid which it is <laughs> it might be. Oi, oi. Um, uh, my highlight of the week was definitely uh, the offside goal in Portugal, which couldn't be overruled oh, by yeah. VAR. Oh, in Bo- for Bo Vista. It couldn't be uh, overruled by VAR because uh, the fans' flag bo- blocked the camera in question. I <laughs> mean, that's, that's an incredible lack of yeah. foresight. I think find out where the cameras are. Get your big flags. <laughs> get your big flags out. Get your big flag, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Simon uh, Adams, for that. Uh, Dexter. All right, chaps, I love this article that led to me watching Mick McCarthy clips for the best part of two hours. Low bar, I know. In that article, uh, Mundial uh, had to interview um, Mick McCarthy, uh, which is incredible. Uh, his response, uh, basically they produced a script for him to read off, and he said his response, nobody writes my words, and then he made them bin the script, basically. Five minutes later, he asked what he had to say. They told him, and then he responded, well, you best write that down then. And they swiftly went to the bin, unfurled the script, and handed it to him. Amazing. <laughs> wow. One word from uh, Mick and now else. Thanks. 
And uh, other highlights included Mick at Sunderland offering out the United fans in the way and chatting Mick McCarthy's wanker. Another <laughs> one, uh, did you pick up any knocks at the weekend? And of course, Mick immediately went on to explain how him and his wife almost got almost hit a cow on a bridge north of Hull. Mick there we McCarthy. Go. Did you call Mundial? Mundial. Mundial. That's, that's, what, that's yeah. what Mick McCarthy Sorry. called him, definitely. I, I think you can just uh, say it both ways. Uh, thank you, Dexter, <laughs> for that one. Um, Cameron from Washington, D.C. I told you it was a bump a week. I haven't read them properly, have I? Uh, thought I would uh, give you your dirty dose of uh, facetiousness, nitpickiness, by pointing out that Kurt Carvajal is actually pronounced Carvalhal because mm. he's Portuguese. Yeah, do you know what? I'll tell you what happened there. It is, he's absolutely right, but because he was managing in the championship and this is a sad indictment of the way the football media mm-hmm. works no one cared mm. and it was only when he took a Premier League job that people started people pronouncing it properly mm. but mere mortals like us yeah. we're already set in our ways with Carver How. <laughs> so Carver Lial whatever it is Carver, now yeah. he, has to, he has to understand that we do respect mm. him especially after that 8-1 win last week yeah mm. I mean we're the victims of anything well this week sorry yeah mm. yeah. I mean we're going to have to because I mean we, I listen to On the Continent every week religiously you might say yeah and um, uh, Aubameyang Aubameyang yeah. Everyone calls him a and, and he's very, very Abomian. hot on the pronunciation. He he as, well, he, as well, everyone should be. Uh, Alex in Jerusalem. Shalom, fellas. Why is this in your show on the bus home? I think I broke a going for gold record. After hearing that uh, Yair from uh, LA submitted the clues, I knew instantly that Yossi Banayoun would be the mystery player. Uh, you see, Yair is a Hebrew name, popular in Israel, annoying that us Red Sea pedestrians like blowing her on trumpet. The only conceivable <laughs> player it could have been was Yossi. Koltov, which is all the best in Yiddish. We're just a, we're just four shiksas, guys. Yeah, we don't care. We don't know. Yeah, we don't sorry, know. Sorry, we weren't quicker, but yeah. the amount of correspondence we get about people saying we're taking ages to get going for gold is unreal. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's part of the scenery, part of the furniture. Don't ask yourself, why are we taking that long? Yeah. I was people at, have written the clues. We want to hear them. <laughs> I was yeah. at P.S. <laughs> P.S. I was at Anfield the night Benny Yoon got his Champions League hat trick. It was the only time I wore my uh, my cup, my kipper, the um, the cap, um, to a game at Anfield. I had people behind me kissing it when he got his third, <laughs> claiming <laughs> claiming that it brought them a lot. Of luck, there we go. Dis- disrespectful, but yeah. thank you for that. Alex and Jerusalem. Oh, very there. respectful, you could say. Yeah. You, kiss, you, you don't know. kiss a man's hat, especially if it's religious garb Crib- as well. Oh, I crib that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never kiss a man's hat. Well, you, you know, a kiss is a friendly thing to do. Yeah, a kiss you- is a friend. If you went over to a Jewish man and kissed his kipper, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> There's your headline, everybody. <laughs> Let's I, think, I think it's time for a quick break. See you in a moment. <laughs> Oh, God, press a button. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
I deeply regret the comments I made. Well, <laughs> don't, we all, yeah. don't we all, mate? Oh, uh, um, kiss my kibber! Did you enjoy that kiss in the break, Mark? <laughs> yeah. That wasn't a kiss. Pete tried to get off of me. Oh. A <laughs> Let's talk about Watford. Mm-hmm. They've had a good week thus far, isn't they? haven't they? Spanking Chelsea 4-1. What a performance. That was an amazing game yeah. to watch. Chelsea were poor. We'll talk about Chelsea in a moment. But <laughs> Watford, well, Chelsea were there for the taking and they took them. There's, mm. there's sometimes a, a, a phenomenon when you do this job where you watch loads of football over the weekend and you mm-hmm. go and do the round on the Monday and you think, do you know what? I can't be asked with the Monday night game. I cannot be asked <laughs> with it. But I watched it, obviously, and it was a, I was pleased I did because it was an absolute treat. Oh, my goodness. Watford were fantastic. And, and Delafeu was magnificent. Well, I'll tell you what. They what a deal with him. They can deal with him, could they? He's off on loan again. Yeah. If he can find some consistency, he, whatever club he lands at sort of long term, he's going to have a real player on their hands. Um, Bakayoko, it's Mike Dean. Don't give him the option. No. Just don't give him the option. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Dean probably. When Mike Dean set him off, he went up to him and went, you might think it's unlikely for a referee to book you twice so quickly. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Off you go. Off you go. Off you pop. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Troy Deeney will uh, avoid punishment, though, because uh, there was talk that he may get punished because he gave a little middle finger yeah. while he was celebrating. I mean, Troy Deeney. Deli Alley did that fairly <laughs> recently as well, did he not? For, For England, England, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, he did. To Carl Walker, was it? Yeah, yeah but it was to teammates. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a loud Maybe Deeney... <laughs> That's Maybe fine. Deeney learned. He was like, oh, that was just towards yeah. the manager. Him and I, uh, yeah. we've got this understanding. It's just pants. Yeah, but the, the fascinating thing about the Watford result is one of you guys, I think it might have been you, Mark, has said when um, Javi Gracia took the job, Yes, um, we did a bit of research on him and, and I think you said that he's very good at setting team, his teams up against teams that are better. Well, and we and cited this game as well. We said, oh, what will happen yeah. against Chelsea? And, and they were fantastic. We didn't think that. But, but Chelsea played their part. They very much be, Because, did. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the, the pre-match interview of Antonio Conte, oh. he, I actually turned the TV up. You could hardly hear yeah. him. Yeah. He's, in a, he's in a bad place. He, he looked close to tears um, like at various points throughout the game. And you, you just wonder what's gone on there. It's been a very sort of fractious reign, hasn't it? Even last season, you know, when they were romping the league, there was mm. you know friction with, with um, Diego Costa. Yeah. Just it's, it's been a... It's kind of always like this at Chelsea, isn't it? Very, it's never long before this, much this kind of happens. Well, we will come on to Chelsea in a moment, but let's focus on Watford because they were absolutely brilliant. They got a win, and an important win, because they hadn't won for a while. And that win takes them six points above the relegation zone. And it's it's a shame with with Watford this season because they were doing so well and people were thinking they could be on for a for a best-place finish maybe in the Premier League. Well, they still could be. They still could be. And so it'll be very interesting to see how things develop now. But that mm. kind of result gives them so much more confidence. So but, many great goals in that match. Yeah. So yeah. enjoyable. But when but, but Delefeu coming in, when, when, when they got him, I, albeit on loan, I thought, well, that makes sense. Mm. Now, I, I never... I, I remember some good moments of his at Everton. They signed him permanently. Now, obviously, he didn't stay there for whatever reason that was. But he's a, he's a player who's been sort of thrown from pillar to post in loan moves and so on. He's, yeah. he's clearly not good enough for the great Barcelona, but, I mean, you know, very few players are, so there's no shame in that. You'd, you'd, I'd like him to maybe make a permanent move to someone like Watford and so on and get some, some more minutes under his belt. He's a very talented player. I, I really like um, the prospect of him giving Ricardo a bit of a kick up the arse as well. Oh, he yeah. started the season mm. very well, but has not been amazingly consistent since. And those two behind Dini worked ever so well. And they've got Andrew Gray to come in as well, who I know came off the bench, but he can, he can play that role as well. Mm. Um, there's a lot to be excited about of Watford. They've had a bit of a... Um, bit of a Bit of a difficult one with the silver situation. He wasn't able to refocus. His reports are to be believed. Um, Watford have got two winnable games coming up. They play West Ham next, and they I think they play Everton after that. Interestingly enough, mm. and I think they've got a good chance of winning that as well. They're only five or six points off seventh, so yeah. they could they could still finish very very high in the league because of the way this league has been so truncated. Of course, mm. yeah, no, you, you're absolutely right. Um, 
They're playing West Ham, as you say. They've got Patrice Evra. They on do their, on their books now, which is great. Um, we were like a bit of Patrice Evra. <laughs> us. I mean, it's I'm, great for us, but terrible for them. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> is, is it like you know? It's okay, Jim, I'll tell you what. I mean, it could be seen as terrible for them. Thirty-six-year-old 30, <laughs> Patrice Evra, last seen in a football stadium kicking a Marseille fan prior to a Europa League fixture in November, banned from all European competitions until June. He can play domestic football, Now, that doesn't affect West Ham. But it's not—it's not something that you would highlight on your CV, is it? Um, so uh, when you look at that, he hasn't played football for a number of months. You're going to say something. I'm just going to say, while all of that is true, yeah. he's a fun guy to have around when he's not kicking you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, and maybe it will lift morale. I, I'd be happy with him at Arsenal. It's like, oh, Patrice Evra. <laughs> he doesn't necessarily have to play. He's like, oh, brilliant, Patrice no, Evra's yeah. here. He's going to give you a lift. He's brought his pumpkins. It's, it's, not, it's not that he doesn't necessarily have to play. He, he should not play. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I was sat in on phones on the radio with West Ham fans getting very animated about the way that Gold and Sullivan run the club and, the, and their transfer policy, which we've discussed on this yeah. show, which is dreadful. Um, they seem to have enough resources, but they just seem to buy yeah. the most... Uh, yeah, I completely agree. And, and, and you can't <laughs> say to me that... I mean, they've played three at the back on more than a few occasions this season. Yeah. And if you're going to play three at the back in the Premier League <laughs> with Zabaleta on one side, whose legs are gone, and 36-year-old Ever on the other side. Now, I understand Masuaka can play as well, but he's a liability. He's suspended. I, I love the fact that, you know, with Spurs, much has been made of their dynamic fullbacks over the past sort of yeah. season or two. You know, Arsenal very quick. There's a very much a trend. And who the West Ham side? Zabaleta and Ever to go fullbacks. Yeah. You know, it's just like their legs are shot to bits. And Masuaka is suspended yeah. because he, he's, he's a liability. Uh-huh. And it's not just that spitting thing. He was He's had, a, he's had a bit of a time of it on, on other occasions as well. I do agree Ever will be a bit of a cheerleader and, and all the rest of it. Is it nice for but, Moyes, though, to have someone there who was at Man United with Good him? for him. Yeah. Good for him. West Ham fans will be fuming about it, I'm the, telling you. They can talk oh, about... I've found myself a cheerleader. I think it might be nice for Moyes to say, oh, yeah, remember them, the Man United days? And he can talk to them, somebody about that without <laughs> um, sounding all big time. Well, <laughs> whether he does that or not, West Ham v Watford is on Saturday and over two and a half goals is 19 to 20 with Bet365 and so £10 will return £19.50 including stake. Yeah, also with Patrice Evra, one last thing before we move on is you want him to come out with something like, you know, I may be a bit older or something like that but I'm here to get stuck in I think I can help the team, blah 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 blah. He said, I'm just happy to be here. It's really simple. You don't realise how lucky you are and you just wake up this morning and now I'm going to train with my new teammates and it made me smile. And I thought he sounds like a kid going to school. Yeah. As sweet as that is, it might not Really, what they need. Get the fans going. <laughs> on Twitter, they, um, West Ham unveiled it with the hashtag, I'm forever blowing bubbles. And I oh, thought, have yeah. you just signed them for that? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so you could do that. Increase social That's media presence. a three-month deal. Yeah. <laughs> that pun. He's, ba- he's the sort of footballer equivalent of getting a big YouTuber on board. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> he's going to give well you reach. That. Get, what, get him Spencer FC or whatever he's called. He's, he's a, uh, he's West a big Ham West Ham fan. fan. Yeah. Mm. That'll work. Yeah, exactly. got more energy than Patrice Ever, I you'd, expect. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Mm. Um, but then maybe Ever will surprise us. Who knows? Who knows? Um, let's turn our attention to Chelsea. We talked about them a little bit there. Um, you mentioned Antonio Conte looking very upset and so on. You're absolutely right. Let's get, let's go back to that chat. He's not looking in himself these days. Slumped in his seat during the game and and so on and so forth. I mean, th- this is a man who you know, um, Giorgio Chiellini gave an interview recently and said, "When you train, Conte doesn't." So what did he say? When you finish training you with Conte... You don't feel tired, you feel dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, this, is, this is a man full of passion and pride. Conte is an out-and-out winner. Yeah. He doesn't show that type of body language ever. And it looks like, 
from the outside looking in, I know a lot of people have been saying this for a while, it just looks like he's done. Mm. Well, I mean, it, it, there's been fairly public tension between he and the board. You know, yeah, in, well, in, very in the press throughout, throughout his reign, really. So you, you wonder how long that's going to last. If he's someone who needs the people around him to sort of dedicate everything to his cause, which is effectively what Chiellini was saying, he's not getting that at Chelsea, is he? It's, it's, it just works differently there. Yeah, and I think, um, as far as I understand it, he's got a break penalty in his contract, which means he has to pay to get out of it. Um, and obviously he's not going to do that mm. um, and um, Chelsea are reluctant to sack him as well um, and uh, I did a bit of research about it spoke to a few people and they said that Abramovich now isn't in a position where he'll happily pay off a manager like yeah. he did in the past so it's a bit of a bit of an impasse really yeah. um, the talk I heard was that um, they want a compromise so they want maybe PSG or Real Madrid to approach him so then Chelsea don't have to foot the bill for the rest of his wages yeah. and then Conte doesn't have to pay the the, the, um, the, the payoff as My well. My mate fancies you but, ringing them up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as far as, I'm, as far as I'm aware, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not looking very, very good. I mean, the, the, pre, the pre-match interview was, was, was bizarre. And you're right, Marcus, to point out the body language. I think we talked a bit about it on the continent as well, about the way Conte normally is and the yeah. way he was during that game was, was very, very strange. Yeah. Very strange to see. He said post-match when asked about his future, it's not my problem. That's what it is. Yeah. It's your future, but, and, and having said what I've just said, you're right, but having said what I've just said, they're in a terrible run of form, really, relatively mm. speaking. If they, if, they, if, they go, if they carry on the way they're going, yeah. um, they bomb out the Champions League, they can't pick up wins in the, um, in, the, uh, in the Premier League. I mean, they've lost three of their last four in all competitions. Obviously, he's going to have to go. I mean, they won't just, I don't think they'll stick he, with He'll be to... gone at the end of the season, you would imagine. Oh, yeah. whatever, oh, come what may, that would definitely yeah. be the case, I think, yeah. But, I mean, they're, they're one point above Spurs. Spurs in fifth, Chelsea mm. in fourth. They've got to make sure they get that full spot because not only financially, if you want to attract a big name manager, you know, I mean, there's there's talk of Luis Enrique maybe coming in in, in the summer. Apparently they've approached him. Yeah, yeah. He said that uh, there was chat that, um, as you say, Luke, they maybe wanted to come to some sort of compromise, and he was like, "I'm not interrupting my sabbatical." Right. Mm. Okay. Call me in June, <laughs> which I quite rate actually. Pe- Pep had a sabbatical, so I'm having one too. Exactly. Mm. Both, so both, job does. both of us did trebles. You mm. know. So both trebles were for Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, Who's, and who are Chelsea playing? They playing West Brom? Are they not? Yeah. They're West what Brom. a game to arrest the slump! Well, I was about to say, <laughs> you know, the better news for Chelsea is that they are at home to West Brom on on Monday night. But then I thought to myself, the way it's going for them, could Daniel Sturridge get a goal oh, against, his, against his old club and mug them off? Well, Daniel Sturridge is four to one to score at any time during the game against Chelsea. Um, so ten pound with bet three six five will return fifty pound. Should he hit the back of the net against his old side? And I would not put it past him. And yeah. I would not put it past seeing that dance again at Stamford Bridge. Mm. Yeah, but mind you, we were saying, oh, Theo Walcott's destined to mug off Arsenal. Nah, didn't happen it, at it all. Maybe, maybe that one, will, that's where it's going to land. But, yeah. Yeah, these, these things happen, don't they? They're Walcott, just up there. Walcott did come close again. He did. He had yeah. some chances. Mustafi had Are we due a mugging in the Premier League? Is that what I you're think saying? so. I <laughs> hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, it won't come in the North London derby, definitely. It will be uh, Chelsea versus West Brom, we think. Luke, what is our best bet with Bet365? Richard Simmons, not that one, is still in the hot seat after his win uh, last time around. And he's been back in touch with his best bet with Bet365 for this week. He says, uh, hi chaps, buzzing after that late Kane goal. And as he did so well for Prostate Cancer UK last week, I offer him up again for this week's best Ah. bet. Kane to score at any time in the North London derby. After saying that being released by Arsenal as an eight-year-old was the best thing that ever happened to him, I'm looking forward to buckets of narrative and hopefully being <laughs> one week closer to that elusive hat-trick. Cheers, Richard Simmons, brackets, not that one. Uh, Harry Kane is to score any time in the North London derby is four to six with bet 365, so £50 will return £83.33. With all prostate, uh, all prostates, all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, should it happen, uh, you must be over the age of eighteen to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to begambleaware.com.
dot org. Mm, yeah, it's, it's a smart one. It's, it's, it's the closest thing you can get to a sort of safe bet. That isn't it? Because Kane so. Kane didn't score against Arsenal at the Emirates um, earlier in the season, but that's the only time he's not scored against them in playing them. So and these and, and our best bettors, they want this hat trick so bad. They're mm. starting to choose more sensible bets now. I've noticed the trend. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, ho- I'm he's hoping on, he's on a double, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he is. Yeah, this will be a second. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Jim, you for prostate cancer UK's sake, you'd take a three-one Arsenal win with a Kane goal. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I certainly would. Yeah, there we go. So every, everyone, everyone's happy. Good on you, Jim. Yeah, that was very nice of you to put it like that because yeah. uh, you could have stitched him right <laughs> no I would never I would it, never it's funny with Kane like you do forget like how far he's come I know mm. I said that earlier on in, in the podcast but he wasn't like one of those players like a, a Messi or a Cristiano Ronaldo yeah. who I know they developed enormously through the years but they um, still had like real talent whereas Kane mm. was almost like a slight we don't want to say comedy character. Well, but, but at Spurs, he'd started to become a little bit of, of a kind of joke figure, hadn't he? Yeah, like he'd, he'd come on and not do much and, and look a bit sort of but they liked know, lanky and gangly and strange. And then he just, just took off. And then he went in goal for, uh, was it the Europa League? Right at the end of a Europa League game, he went in goal and let in a free kick under his arms, which was a, goal, well, a shot he should have saved. We've got some chat on that in a minute, actually, with oh. the look at the end of the weekend. But I can't, I, the reason I couldn't hammer Jim there is because my stock has never been lower with Arsenal fans <laughs> listening to this show. I've had to rein it back yeah. a bit. All right, well, you've had an abysmal week I have <laughs> <laughs> an abysmal window <laughs> alright well let's look ahead to the weekend then yeah okay so we, a few of our listeners have got in touch via the Facebook page which is there forward slash football ramble um, John <laughs> you're right Pete <laughs> don't, Marcus, tell it, don't tell them what just happened Marcus just, <laughs> otherwise you're out Marcus tried to kiss my kipper <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading my uh, reading my notes and I heard that Ow! <laughs> what, what did happen there? Yeah. Not telling. He, he was doing a, he was do doing a two-finger Luke, salute to me for some reason. That's not true. He does that all show, to be fair. Why would you, you say Al? Little boy. Why would you say Al? Because it hit my glasses. What? It? it oh, hit, the bully hit my glasses. Picking on the boy with glasses yeah. now. Yeah. Making an obscene gesture on his face. I'm just trying to impress you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it bloody worked. Uh, John Noon has been in touch on the Facebook page saying, I'm looking forward to Riyad Mahrez standing outside the Etihad with a sign saying, Free the Leicester one. <laughs> Ahead of Man City Leicester. <laughs> this has become a theme. I like that. Um, Tom Beck says he's flying over from Berlin for Watford at West Ham. Ooh. I hope it's not a case of after the Lord Mayor's show uh, there. You're flying in for that. <laughs> I mean, that's a long way to come from for the, that game. From yeah. Germany, the greatest city in the world. True, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, do you want to hear from Oliver Memories Bailey? I think so. Always. As ever. Um, is he a friend of the Ramble yet? Or well, is he of course just, he is. Let's, let's, yeah, let's make him be. one now if yeah. he's Of course not. he is. I don't know. I think he's a bit obnoxious. All oh, right, no friend. <laughs> <laughs> no friend. No, I'm only joking. Acquaintance, either. colleague. You can tell how much we rate him by the amount of time we read out yeah, his comments. He says, uh, I'm looking forward to Big Sam goading Roy the boy by pointing out his superior win percentage as England manager <laughs> and Arsene Wenger walking up to receive the FA Cup trophy away at Spurs due to muscle memory. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyable. And I'll finish off with this one. Oh, no, I won't. I've got a couple more. This one from Andy Mitchellmore. Luke McGee and Cal Naismith are fighting it out for the number one jersey at Portsmouth um, because there was an outfield player in goal last weekend who made a solid save with his feet. I, I didn't mention this um, on Monday, but yeah... Portsmouth are having a terrible run at the moment in terms of luck and that we signed a new goalkeeper, Stephen Henderson, on, on deadline day, essentially. Mm. But he got injured in the first game um, and we'd already made all our subs. So Naismith had to go in for the last five minutes. And, nice. he, and he made one of those saves that they make where he's kept the ball out and that's all you can ask for. <laughs> but it makes you really realise how good goalkeeper's technique actually yeah. is. He just stuck his foot out at Especially it. Especially in this day and age. Yeah. What, what do you think of Jose Mourinho's comments about Portsmouth having a, an amazing atmosphere? Yeah. Loved and he it. wanted Old Trafford to be like uh, Fratton Park. I loved it. In I, atmosphere only, not in like infrastructure. Yeah, I'd loved it. Well, quite. Yeah. 
but I would prefer us to win more games. <laughs> <laughs> I would trade it. Well, you trade it quite a stadium for more trophies. No, I wouldn't trade it. And uh, Neil Allen says, um, it's my 31st birthday, so please mention it. There you go, Neil. A mention for you on your Happy 31st. Birth. Happy birthday. Be lucky. Well done. <laughs> You're older than all of us, Neil. Well done, Neil. Um, he isn't. Yeah. Um, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. We're all off to have a lovely old weekend. Say goodbye, Luke. Uh, goodbye. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. Zegazont. Indeed. Mm. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.